Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Where's Jake at podcast. Today, we are coming at you live from some random creekside shelter at mile 585. That doesn't even have a shelter. It actually, that's right. It doesn't have a shelter. It's some creekside campsite. Um, but it's very nice. It's waterfront property, which is amazing. We have a little stream going by, which will probably lull us all to, all to sleep. There's a fire pit that we don't plan to take use of because there's so many DCF tents, and DCF is not fireproof. Um, and there's a picnic table, which I'm sitting at right now, right next to a little name tag that says, In memory of Sandy, the best hiking dog ever. Thanks for the journey. So this episode is dedicated to Sandy in memoriam. Sandy, if you were a boy or a girl, whoever you are, we really appreciate you Thank being you. a good hiking dog. But anyway, um, for today, it was kind of a okay day. Classic, probably Virginia Blues type of day. We started at the base of Chestnut Knob, went up to the shelter, which was a four-mile, like, straight-up, hike but wasn't too bad the shelter was really cool because it was all enclosed and when we opened the door we there were friends in there who you might hear from later um (laughs) after that we hiked through the fog in the meadow which was gorgeous and got great views of this gorgeous little valley that was a sinkhole or is a sinkhole so kind of cool you can see it on a map and then after that it just got hot and a little boring and a little bit of ridge walking little bit uphill, a little bit of downhill, not enough water. I was really dehydrated. A lot of us were dehydrated. And now we're here at the campsite. So that was the trail update. I just had to hit the Spark Notes version because we have a very exciting segment for you all today. We're going to talk about our favorite piece of gear and our least favorite piece of gear um, for those who want to participate in the podcast. So basically it could be anything in your pack. Um, and it would be nice if you explained a little bit of why it's your favorite piece of gear or why it's your least favorite piece of gear and why you're carrying it still if it's your least favorite gear and haven't thrown it off a cliff. <laughs> Sound good? <laughs> Who wants to go first? I think I've got one. All right. Here we go, Togo. Um, so my favorite piece of gear has to be my backpack, uh, which is an Atom Pack uh, Mo 50 liter. So I had it made, um, especially for me, back in the UK before I left. So it fits really well. It's really comfortable and it handles quite a lot of weight. And so far, nothing has gone wrong with it. As I'm being surrounded by people's packs who are (laughs) not surviving so well. Um, So I have absolutely zero complaints about it. Um, So that's probably my favourite. And my least favourite, I was was struggling between a few different things. I was going to say my sleeping bag because I've been way too warm in it, which sounds like a ridiculous reason to complain. So I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to go with my waterproofs. Um, Really happy with my waterproof trousers, but my coat I bought over from the UK and I bought it specifically for this. I tried to hit a medium ground back in the UK. We use a lot of Gore-Tex Pro, so really heavy jackets because it's always raining in grey. Um, and I was, didn't want to go super lightweight because I thought there was no point in that. And it turns out it doesn't matter because everything gets wet and then it wets out and all it really does is keep the wind out. <laughs> so I'm carrying a, quite a heavy coat um, for absolutely no reason because every time I put it on, uh, it just wets out and I get soaked. So that's my least favourite piece of gear. And I will probably, now that it's getting warmer, swap that in the next couple of hundred miles for a poncho 
um, which I think Radio is very happy about. I'm going to guess, I'm going to put it forward right now, that his favourite piece of gear will be his poncho, but I guess we will, we'll wait and see. All right, who's next? Turkey, okay. All right, wild turkey here. <laughs> um, my favourite piece of gear, I was sitting here trying to think about it, and it was just like so obvious, is my uh, Columbia Ultralight uh, shirt long sleeve button down shirt that I wear. I love it. Um, I've worn it on several trips beforehand and, um, in all different climates. And, uh, it's just really lightweight. The sleeves roll up, they roll down, it buttons up. So if I'm really hot, I can roll the sleeves up. I can unbutton the front, uh, some of the buttons and get some air. I can roll up the neck, um, and it stays up. So it helps protect my neck from the sun or I can roll it down. So hot, cold, even though it's very thin and it's vented, even when it's cold, it helps block wind and helps keep me warm underneath my mid-layer. Favorite piece of gear so far, Columbia Ultralight shirt. Uh, my least favorite piece of gear was my Z-Pax Ultralight rain wind pants um, <laughs> that were super great on a couple other trips I did because they were short and they acted as just like wind pants when it's cold i don't wear pants i never wear pants even in the real world i don't wear pants unless i'm forced to at work so i just like shorts so i always have rain pants just as wind pants and for warmth they were very lightweight they were great to block the wind but as soon as i started having to crawl over blowdowns and trees and go through brush and everything like that they just started getting shredded and started getting holes in them which was super frustrating because they were over a 100 dollars <laughs> Yikes. Um, so they went temporarily into a hyperbox and then they got forwarded to a very good friend. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Ozark for those of you wondering what's happening right now. So uh, with some tape on them, I just uh, I couldn't hold on to them anymore. And I just was so frustrated with them. I just had to get rid of them and replace them. So that's my least favorite piece of gear so far. And I will pass this on to uh, two, spoons. two Spoons. Hey, yo, Two Spoons here. Um, my favorite piece of gear, like I think radio is always already smiling. He knows it is my backpack too, called carry. <laughs> They're an Osprey pack and kind of on the heavier side, bit of a, bit of a Cadillac under, in the, in the class of backpacks, but I've been using them for about 2000 miles now and they're still going strong and I just love carrying it. They, uh, yeah, it's just really, really comfy, even on like higher loads. And I tend to carry heavy because I bring stupid things like bourbon or, <laughs> um, or, or just hauling a pack of banana chips for 50 miles without eating them and stuff like that. So I tend to pack heavy and uh, my backpack's still like does it like a charm and it's just so comfy so there's loads of pockets to organize stuff in and i really dig that so yeah kind of an old school pack but love it my least favorite piece of gear would be my food bag i'm using a sea to summit um ultra evac bag that's more high than wide so my food is kind of always stacked on top of each other and trying to get some some food out of there that I'm craving, like a carnation. I really have to dig deep or I just have to do a food bag explosion pretty much every morning, every evening. And that just bothers me. So I'm 
I've been thinking about switching that out for like a wider DCF bag or something like that for a while now. And I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to pull the trigger pretty soon on that. Very so, good. yeah. Excuse this me. is me. Okay. Hi, Ozark here. Um, my favorite piece of gear is my quilt. Um, I have an enlightened equipment I think Revelation 10 degree, um, 10 degree quilt. And I switched to the quilt really last minute. I had a sleeping bag, um, all lined up and then I returned it and went for the quilt, which is nice. And so for those of you who don't know what a backpacking quilt is, it's kind of looks, the top part looks like a sleeping bag, but it's open on the bottom and you strap it to your pad. So the theory is that the, if you have a pad that's really well insulated, your body heat bet- between the quilt and the pad will keep you much warmer. Um, but then what's nice is when it's not as cold, you can, not strap it in and unzip it completely and turn it into blanket mode. Um, so I've just been really cozy. I've been sleeping really well and I just love my quilt. Um, my least favorite piece of gear is the spoon, the titanium spoon that I've been using. I started with one I really liked and then I left it at the first hostel at around the bend, uh, which was a real bummer. And then I found a plastic spork in a hiker box. I was like, okay, sweet. And then that broke. And so when I bought this last spoon, it was the only one in the Outfitters. And it just like, it's really easy to get gunk stuck on it. Um, But I'm probably not going to change it out unless I lose it again, which is relatively likely. So, and then if I were to do a buffalo gear, it'd be these rain pants I found in a hiker box. (laughs) Uh, I haven't actually worn them yet. So uh, TBD, but I, uh, I heard they used to be. They used to be worn by one wild turkey, so we'll see how those work out. But yes, I'm judging by the forecast, I will get to try them out tomorrow. And here we have a new member of the podcast. We have Miss Giggles. Hi. Well, thanks to radio and the rest of the Magic School Bus for having me on the podcast today. Uh, yes, my name's Giggles. <laughs> um, my favorite piece of gear is probably my Nemo Tensor Pad. I got the wide version, and it is great. I've got plenty of room to roll around and be comfortable every night to sleep, which is very important when we're hiking so much every day. Um, my least favorite piece of gear might be my pack because I think it's overrated. I got a Hyperlite pack and everyone seems to love them, but if I have not a lot of weight in it, it's pretty good, but the shoulder straps and the hip belt are not the most padded, which I guess is because it's supposed to be lightweight, but it can get uncomfortable with heavier loads. And the reason I haven't ditched it is because packs are expensive and my mom bought it for me and she was really <laughs> excited about getting to buy my pack, so. Don't send this to mom. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, and Giggles is uh, a good friend of ours we've been bumping into the last couple of days, which has been great for us. Um, and yeah, she hopefully maybe we'll get you on Tramley Tuesday. We do every Tuesday we interview somebody. If we're at the hostel, it could be all about you. Um, okay, my favorite piece of gear. Shane kind of spoiled it a little bit, but that's okay. I'm happy to wax poetic about my poncho. <laughs> I have I have a frog dogs poncho that was eleven dollars on Amazon. I don't usually like to buy stuff on Amazon, but I it's the only place you can get it. And it is, I think, by far the most multifunctional piece of gear I have. Currently, it's sitting in front of my tent as my patio. I was laying on it earlier to stretch. I have this beautiful one-bedroom, one-patio overlooking the creek here at the campsite. 
Taxes are a pain, but you know, the view is amazing. <laughs> well worth it. Um, so I use it for that. I use it in the shelters to cover up the, like the, the wood on the floor and the nails that could pop my sleeping pad or my pillow. I use it as a poncho, of course, when it's raining, um, which I love that because it also acts as a pack cover. It can cover my pack um, and while still giving me lots and lots of ventilation um, because one thing that happens a lot when you're wearing rain gear is if you are all zipped up and it's you're hiking up a mountain, you get really warm, and then all that sweat and stuff just like sits inside of your jacket and it's disgusting. My poncho don't have that problem. There's tons of ventilation. So I'm glad that Togo has seen the light and is now going to be looking for a poncho. I hope everybody looks for a poncho. It sounds like Wild Turkey could benefit from a poncho. And it got you on the track. And it got me on the track. That's true. It got me. I was posted about on Instagram by at Appalachian.trail because of my frog togs with a picture that Two Spoons took. Where you look like a goblin. I look like a goblin, but I'm a trash goblin, which all through hikers are. And it, it's a great picture. I recommend you go like it and, you know, hype me up. I don't know. Uh, say how much you love ponchos. Yeah, say how much you love ponchos. Because everyone in the hates them. My least favorite piece of gear is kind of tough because I've, I've swapped out quite a few things. The dog bone. The dog bone is a good one. Yeah, let's, let's do the dog bone. We still have the dog bone. It's currently on uh, Two Spoons Pack, and it's like the... I don't know what's going to be just the token that we are going to mysteriously pass around the tramley. But, um, what we do, and this is, might be a little complicated to explain, but we'll do it. Um, on the AT, you're supposed to hang your food at night to keep it away from bears. And in the old days, you could just hang your food by throwing a line over a tree branch and like tying the branch to a tree trunk, which is pretty easy to do. But eventually bears have gotten pretty smart and they started swiping at the tree trunk, which got the food bag to drop. So now what we do on the AT is something called the Pacific Crest Trail style method of hanging your food where you still throw the line over a tree branch with, with a rock bag and then you attach your food, pull it up through a carabiner, um, kind of like a hoist and pulley system, and then you put a stick with using a clove hitch into the rope so that when you let go, the rope goes back and then stops itself at the carabiner to prevent the food um, from hitting the ground or hitting the branch. And so basically what it does is you just have your food suspended in thin air. And if a bear tries to swipe at your line, nothing happens because it's not suspended from the tree trunk. So I have a really hard time tying clove hitches until this week. I just did mine like, you know, an hour ago and it was perfect. And so my mom got me this thing called a dog bone, which is basically this metal piece that you just easily attach to your line. Um, and it's supposed to block the carabiner. Now, I think it's either user error or poor design, but we could never get it to actually hit the carabiner and stop. It would always go straight underneath and right through, which meant we had to redo my hang, which I think happened four or five times before Spoon said, we're not doing this again. But we still have the dog bone, and that's the dog bone story. I think Turkey is using the dog bone. You, are you have a dog bone? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you saw one on your bag yesterday. And, and it's just... It's just so hard to find sticks in the forest, so <laughs> you really need a dog bone for yeah. that. So I've seen the light. Now it's just a great keychain. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for today's episode. So thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed uh, hearing about everyone's gear, um, let us know, and we'll do more episodes like this with maybe other pieces of the stuff that we have in our packs. But otherwise, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Radio Face out. <laughs>